Don't go in the woods. Something's out there, something evil, something so terrifying only screams can describe it. Dick! Dick! <laughs> Dick! Dick! Um, so does proof. There we go, James. <laughs> uh, first off the bat... What have you done? First off the bat, I'm going to apologise for the potential audio quality of this episode. It's currently the hottest day of the year. I have my windows open so you'll hear Brixton, and I have my fan on. And it is still four million degrees in this fucking room because the fans just moving the hot air. Well, Zoom's doing its job because, oh, sorry, the generic audio recording tool <laughs> we're using is doing its job uh, because it's cancelling out all that fan noise. Good. All you're going to hear is me, your smallest fan. That are oh, wow. Speaking of fans, James, we've picked up some people along the way that uh, listen to this show, and uh, I'm going to ask them. First of all, thank you. If you listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, people. James just did like a, a visual thank you then, which is brilliant. I Classic did. I James. haven't learned the uh, audible process yet. <laughs> and also, both of us are about to get very busy. So I would like to keep this up because thanks to the one of the good things about the global pandemic is we managed to do a whole year without missing an episode. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, well done. But I would like to keep it up, but I'm about to be working six days a week and someone is about to be fucking married for the rest of his goddamn life. So there's going to be some busyness in the next few months. They're also That's ripping true. up their house. They are. Uh, that, that is how you find a bird graveyard, which I, re- I, I do kind of wish I'd kept and put in a cage. What, just the birds? Yeah. <laughs> just the skeletons of the birds? Just the skeletons. I'm sure Lexi wouldn't have fucking wanted that in there. Well, I told her if we find if we find a, a dead bird, a, a ram skull, sorry, we're making a blood sacrifice. So she was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> she also, for some reason, didn't want me to carve claw marks into the bottom of the floorboards and like drench it in red paint. <laughs> also, uh, birds getting stuck in the chimney makes sense. How were you expecting to find a ram skull in the chimney? <laughs> ah, because if you find a ram skull in the chimney, you know. The demons have been there before, or Satanists, or some kind of filthy sadist. Sadist oh. proof. Oh, you brought it back round. <laughs> James, what did I make you do this week? Lee, you made me watch a film. Actually, what you didn't make me do is not go into the woods. Mm-hmm. You made me go into the woods to watch Don't Go Into the Woods from 1981. Someone chose to not direct it. Actors chose not to act in it. Squirrels chose not to exist at times. Wait, hang on. I saw a thing. There was a... In the credits, there was something about theme songs sung by... And I swear to God, I never heard any music in this film. Oh, no. In the credits, it's like, don't go oh, into mate, the woods today. I, I turned it off by then. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, Did it actually there, sound like theme... that? No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. But maybe that's why that song's been stuck in my head. <laughs> Don't go into the woods. Yeah, yeah. No, I swear there was no me. music at all in this. No, there wasn't. There was um, barely dialogue at times. Acting wasn't there. Limited sound effects. There was blood. <laughs> there, were, th- there was, there was a decent blood. death count. There was a decent death count and there was blood. And there we go. That is our review. Of yeah, Don't um, go in the woods. Yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it this time on Sadie's Filth. The majority of it was set during the day, which was a nice treat as well. Yeah, I mean, they even stopped when it was night. Mm. Each time it was night, they went to bed. Because Probably because they, they didn't have lights. Light. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't light up the woods. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. And it would be far too hard for the edit. 
because these guys are purists. They want everything to look great. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't even try to return to film at night and shoot day for night. James, there was points in this film when I was just like, is there any fucking direction? I think I wrote a note being like, there's no direction. This is the blandest edited thing I've ever seen. Then there was one shot that was really nice. And then that within seconds, that had been ruined by the fact that the logic of the scene made no fucking sense, which, spoilers, happens a few times in this. Yeah. It's, it's very, very disjointed. This might be, I don't know how many films in a row we've done where it's a porn director trying to make a, trying to get into the horror biz. Also, this is a tiny little callback thing to last episode, slash something new I discovered while editing the episode and making the cover. So the cover that I used for the last episode, Bloody Birthday, if anyone out there listening could please tell me who the fourth <laughs> child is on the cover who is, I swear to God, not in the film. Well, no one in that cover was in the film. No, the they're, other three were. They just weren't very good likenesses. But that tall kids. kid. The different kids and like the tits are a different tits. The tall one that was like children of the corn, like literally is not in the film. Is that supposed to be the one who's like hates them? Because he looks nothing like that. Yeah, maybe. And it's not from a remake or anything. It is a poster that was used oh for God. that film. It looked like a shitty 90s remake. I don't know if a I've ever seen... A 70s film. I don't know if I've ever seen a film poster that has someone on the cover who just isn't in the film. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I said shitty. I enjoyed that film. That was a good film, yeah. It was a good film. Although uh, I This is not Red... a good film, Lee. This is not a good film. <laughs> Do you know what, James? This is not a good film. And I will, as I said before we were recording... When I got uh, 20 minutes in, I was like, it's really fucking hot in here. I'm just going to go on to the, to the YouTube and click on the thing to play this at 1.75 speed. <laughs> and I didn't miss anything. I really, I really wish I had. There were times where I spammed the right button because there were extended periods where nothing happened. Yeah. So I wanted to get to the, I mean, a lot happens. But they're extent, but in like very, like they're compressed. There's so much bizarre logic in this film. But the one thing I will say that is, I praise it, is the high death count was, and clearly, and they did it in a way where it's just like, we have like four main characters, hmm. but they had just have loads of other people out and about in these woods. And yeah. I don't know how, because apparently this has happened before, I don't know how that frequent amount of people go missing in that one area and no it's one seems to notice. It's a bit of woods where apparently there's a train running through. And a fucking main road next to it. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at it from the bird's eye from a helicopter, there's nothing around. Yeah. Where the, where the fuck is that train? You, Dude, here's the train. And he's like, oh, I've got to get a photo. So then proceeds to run up hills, climb a cliff, and then try to get into the shots, but like, oh, this is going to be great. How fucking slow is that train going? <laughs> <laughs> and why didn't we hear it again? Or see it? Or watch him take a photo? Where do we even start with this? We start with a camera in the water and some chick running around screaming, which I don't think we see die. Maybe not. I do remember she falls off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> but she was still alive because she got up and kept running. <laughs> Technically, at that point, she was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so she can't be in the death count yet. And then we get to the fucking bumbling British explorer. The birdwatcher guy, I assume. What? Is that the bit? Is that the bit where he keeps hearing a noise? 
Yeah, there's a bit where he keeps hearing a noise and he's like looking around. It was uh, okay. You've seen Hot Shots, right? Uh, yeah, like Hot a while Shots ago. Part de. Yeah, the like a while one. ago. Right. So um, Charlie Sheen, he's got his quiver full of arrows and he pulls them out and he shoots. And the dude that he's shooting at bends over to pick up a nickel. Is that what misses. was happening? Yeah. Yeah. This dude kept firing these like these either blow darts or spears and he would turn to Oh, he got hit in the face. And these he? things would like fly past him and stick into a tree. Yeah. And it's like. This killer like, oh, wasn't. What's going on here? For a, for a very inefficient killer, he seemed to have got away with this for a fucking while before he got caught. Yeah, unless he's just been, like, there, like, waiting. Like, he's just this, this mountain man hermit. Well, he had a lot of stuff in his cabin, so I assume oh, he's, a he's hornet, done it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, like, filled with death until... Like, he had to kill people to populate the death in his house. But I mean, it had, like, rucksacks and shit that belonged to people that lived out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. True. Uh, he's probably probably feasting on them. Okay, so yeah, so this explorer gets darted in the face, and then he gets his arm cut off. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, someone got their arm cut off this early. Yeah, it looked like they had like a red flag sticking out the stump <laughs> as it was waving around, um, and his body was clearly wide enough to fit an arm alongside it. <laughs> and then he lay down quite gently screaming as he got stabbed to death yeah i think it's worth noting uh uh that this film got banned uh back in the day of the video nasties <laughs> um and then it got released uncut in more recent years uh rated 15 because they were like it's so fake that nobody could take this seriously <laughs> and there's no nudity which considering considering you have a cherry dick Considering it's a porn director and the second film in a row that has a fuck fan, has a fucking bang bus in it. Yeah, fuck if I know. So we now come across our main characters. We have Craig, the survival know-it-all. Who's dressed like Alan Grant. Yeah, Peter, the whiny little bitch. Um, that like wants man to be... child? Yeah, man child. Yeah. Yeah, like a he's, little bit. Yeah. When they were talking about Peter, I assumed he was going to be like 13, but he's like a fucking he was playing 48 a 13 year old. Year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing a 13 year old, but he was actually like a quarterback that didn't like to be outdoors. And then we have Ingrid, the redhead, which is because I didn't know her name for a while. Yeah, um, same. It makes sense because she's Scottish or has a Scottish name. And then you have who's the other chick? Oh, the my brunette. God. Jody. Jody or Josie? I think it's Jody. Cool, Jody. Perfect. We so, I didn't know her name until near the end when he was like, "Oh, I left her there." Yeah, <laughs> Peter. I got his fucking name straight away. Oh. Dick. I got I got loads of dick. Oh mate, I got tons of dick. So they're wandering around in the woods. They're bitching about what to do. There are three rules in the woods: you uh, don't panic, you, you go high, never follow the the river, and what's the most don't important go rule? To the woods alone. Do not. Don't do it, Lee. Don't. Can we, I'd like to reiterate that Don't. was the survival expert telling the group that, and I've written down every single time he and that group break that rule and he doesn't give a fuck. To be fair, they went into the woods together. <laughs> he never said, Don't deviate alone. He's like, Peter fucks off, he's like, I'll be back. 
rule broken. Us two, we're going to go off and do something and leave you here alone, which is breaking the rule again. Like, And then you stay here. I'm going to go check on her on my own. So we're all split up. It was just so they could get the fucking title of the film in, like that bit in Rush Hour when he's just like, what's the problem, officer? And he's like, no problem. Just Rush Hour. Like they just had to get the fucking <laughs> title of the film in somehow. Um... Also, is it... I think it is called Don't Go Into The Woods. But on the poster, it says don't go into the woods dot 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 alone. Yeah, I think it's called don't go into the woods. The title is both the title and the tagline. Yeah, or maybe just dot 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 alone is the tagline, which is fine. (laughs) And then for some reason, they talk about how something smelly and rancid. And I thought, oh, was this a ghost story? No, 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 that was great. Uh, But just like at this point where they do that and then it goes off into how they, they all fucking ad lib and they're like oh yeah it smells oh it's well rancid oh I don't like it oh it's stinky and then he's like and be careful of rabies yeah furry little fucking perverts and things with rabies how would I know if they've got rabies because they'll be coming at you when they shouldn't be I don't know if the implication was that the the villain had rabies I, th- I think both um, furries perverts and animals if they're coming at you in the woods yeah run yeah, <laughs> legally you're allowed to shoot a furry if it's coming at you in the woods. 100%. Legally. 100%. There's a few US politicians that have done. If you're out in the fucking woods by yourself, right, and you see a fucking furry come in, I'm going to fucking game over. destroy that werewolf. What are you doing there? Like, what's it doing there? It shouldn't be. I'm going to shave it. Mate, I'm, nah. I'm, I'm going to trap it. I'm going to shave it. I'm going to feed it its fur. <laughs> then I'm going to kill it. <laughs> and I might eat it. James, you're a fucking lunatic. If you eat a furry, you I'm become a man one. Manly. You become one. <laughs> you become one. <laughs> I'm just furry on the inside. <laughs> I think I s- bears again. Ever handcuff a grizzly? Oh wait, that's something later on. <laughs> I I think I started to think that maybe it wasn't a person because there was a couple of times where someone got killed and you saw oh, them yeah. dragged it off. Like a bear hand or like a bear holding a knife. It took me a while. Well, I mean, it was a kind of a reveal, but it took me a while yeah. to figure out what that fucking knife was. It was yeah. just on a stick tied on with like furry rope or some shit. Yeah, I, I honestly, at one point, I think with the painter, I was like, painter gets stabbed by a bear. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only, is the only explanation. Hey, that fucking painter spilled a lot of fucking paint all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, separate to that is a fantastic parent. Yeah. <laughs> fucking great parent leaves it hanging in a tree or some like shit par- parenting of the year just like drop it drop it off like in the woods somewhere and just hope a fucking bear doesn't come at <laughs> you there like, is there's definitely bears and shit out there that was a fucking they were yeah. talking about it yeah yeah it looked like uh, grizzly man it looks like where grizzly man was made yeah and look how that turned out <laughs> i know those foxes loved him <laughs> And I'm sure they ate the remains. Animals don't give a fuck about you when you're dead. Your cat's going to eat your fucking eyeballs. We learned Um, that from Ghostwatch. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Consumed by cats. Okay, so then we have the first, or maybe, no, second or third. This is the third character. There's nothing to do with the main team. Dale and I wrote down Aura's mum slash wife could be both are clearly shit. They should not be in the woods. Mm-hmm. 
she cannot walk and she's screaming dale dale why'd you leave me behind dale and he wants to go photograph a fucking train that doesn't exist except we hear a choo choo there's a couple times in this film where i am 100 percent certain they just reused the same audio recording yes like a hundred percent they loop stuff sometimes definitely screams <laughs> words cricket noises fucking cricket noises S- sentences Shh. <laughs> dicks oh, dicks so many dicks hey that's coming up don't forget the cherry so yeah so there he, he goes to fucking take a photo because he looks like he wants to t- go take a photo of a fucking train. And then he climbs up, <laughs> climbs up a cliff. <laughs> but if you've like, if I was to climb up a cliff while you were holding my legs and lifting me up, that's how he climbed up a cliff. <laughs> like, there was zero effort. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, you take Dale and I'll take his wife, mother. Well, Dale sort of, it doesn't it cut, cut back to his uh, lovely blushing mother. Um, and then cut back to him, and it looks like his... I thought maybe he got his camera caught on the cliff and he had slipped or something, but he's just getting choked out. But it's just so poorly choreographed that I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Because at this point, he's clearly climbing. Yeah. So, like, someone's pulling him down. The only thing he can hold on to is a rock in front of him Yeah. that he was using as fucking leverage. So the fuck would just fly off. But he, like, chokes him to death and then throws him down a waterfall which he lands next to people playing in the fucking like splash pool and his body is there blooded and like open and these people are just like splashing around right next to him and be like la la oh, isn't this crazy this is so much fun and then we cut back to his wife who at this point considering she was in a different place and these murders happened at the same point is now on all fours crawling and bleeding out yeah yeah no idea what happened there. I can only assume she slipped and died. <laughs> or she realized how much of a prick her son husband was. And she, yeah, she fucking Harry curried herself. So now we go to the police and they are being told that the uh, there's people going missing and they don't give a fuck. This is when the line about can you handcuff a grizzly happens. They're like the worst police I've ever seen. They're talking about the sheriff. The sheriff's busy. James, the sheriff's busy. You can't see the sheriff. The sheriff is getting his exercise in. Yeah. A couple of rounds of putt-putt golf. What do they do? They drive up to some place, which was the last place the ornithologist was seen, which is kind yeah. of irrelevant. The only thing the scene is of note for is because there's people in this film, James, and they go to the woods. Go in... So, like, there's a guy later on in a wheelchair in the woods, and this scene has a woman on skates. That's why, why I can skate. only assume that the... the, the like the 100 meters square of wood that all of these people are in i can only assume that there's like a motorway right next to it because why would you be in the woods in a fucking wheelchair especially like the route that he's taking yeah he's struggling to get through at what point was he like do you know what this is too much i'm going to turn back like as oh, soon as it was at the point as... when he got to the top and rolled back <laughs> <laughs> But this scene, there's a woman that goes past on roller skates and almost t- or hits the police officer. And, and it's yeah. like, what's the point? Because I don't know if we ever see her again. No, we don't. I was hoping that we'd see her get like... Exactly. Know, like 
split in two or like rollerbladed in the face or something. But uh, why is she no, rollerblading in the woods? Because it's the 80s. It's hot. But that's like the town right next to the woods, maybe. Yeah, all we know is that they kind of set up a city versus county thing and they don't help each other out um, and they're going to handcuff some bears. Is this when he gets into the plane? So Dale is... Oh, so now we get oh. Dale telling a monster story. I'll let you take it. So I wrote down, James, that I... we I was watching this on YouTube and it was in 4.3 and I just assumed that... <laughs> I had the same thought. I just assumed that it was supposed to be in widescreen... <laughs> Because these shots were so poorly set up and you could only see the knee of the person telling the story and it yeah. never shows his face. And then when I was on IMDb, I found in the trivia that that footage got damaged and they <laughs> couldn't use it and cut around it. Oh, amazing. So they That's... just left it trained on the shot of the people watching him, not yeah. coming back to the person telling the ghost story. It was so poorly like framed. And I think this is when I wrote down like this. This has some of the worst blandest direction I've ever seen, but also so confusing that you didn't see the guy telling the story. Mm. Also, I I don't know if we've mentioned it. I don't think we have, but this feels really badly dubbed over. Support. Oh, okay, yeah. So just to say, we are definitely not watching. Don't go into the woods. The 2010 musical horror, which I first went to watch. Because, as Lee rightly said, we were both watching this on YouTube because it doesn't deserve your money. It doesn't. We were, and I can only assume everyone that works in this is dead now. So, we, well, I've seen the footage. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to watch that, and at the beginning it said, turn your speakers up loud. And then I realized very quickly that that's 16.9 and is atrocious, and it probably would have been a better watch than this. But as a result, you know, I, I turned my speakers down. And because fuck them that you can't tell me what to do and i was watching this back and i was so happy that I had my speakers turned down because everyone is shouting everyone's shouting every fucking line yeah <laughs> it's like shh like the loudest fucking shush at like 40 decibels yeah yeah and then walking in the house and being like rah 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 mate speaking of shouting right as uh, you can't really see here but like my windows are open, like I said, and uh, we've, got up there. we've got neighbors and they can, um, I can hear them like when they're watching TV and stuff. The other day, Joe has never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre and she wanted to watch it. So we sat and watched it. And the first 45 minutes of that film are build up, atmosphere, silence. The second 45 minutes is just chainsaws <laughs> and a woman <laughs> screaming. It is. So I was just turning it down constantly. <laughs> then they talk, so I turn it up, and then the, like the screaming would start again, so I turn it down. Fucking God hell, damn. man! Uh, right. Yeah, this was this is fucking loud. So this is um, speaking of loud. Speaking of we loud, we now come to a, a very loud bang bus, mm -hmm. and we oh wait no, speaking of loud, we missed a fantastic joke from the uh, the campfire. Did we? Where, yeah. Oh, wait, where what's this whole story he was story. telling? Yeah, he's telling this really long ghost, ghost story about how these campers were found, their, their eyes ripped out and shit like that. Then there's some howling that happens in the distance. Fine, just ghosts. And then he gets back to how they found this rancid smell. It was, it was putrid, it was this, it was that. And he does a, does a fart. I'm definitely going to remember that one. Like, how does that work? Did you know you needed to? 
and start the story and hold it in. Like he was like his eyes were watering, he was sweating, he was just like, No, no, let me finish the story. The whole way the whole hike, he's like chewing down cans of beans. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, gonna get him good. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was a highlight of the movie. Right it next really was. It next really was. we go to the bang bus. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, this is this is the bit where you know, you just, you, dear listener, you're going to have to forgive us because this is where Cherry and Dick are trying to fuck. Yeah. But Cherry's not in the mood for for Dick and tells Dick to go check out some some sounds or some sights that she clearly can't fucking see because it's pitch dark outside. They hear some noise and he is like, he thinks it's a bear. And then he, he does something so stupid. But she's like, but she's like, oh, don't, uh, well, you can't, you can't just do nothing about it. And he says he's going to go to investigate it. And she, and then she's like, well, you can't go out there. Oh, but he also, he jumps out of the van, opens up the van. So he's exposed to the elements, <laughs> then gets his fucking little lockbox out, which he pulls his fucking pistol out with, then loads no, it. He pulls out his bullets, puts them in his pocket, then pulls out his pistol, then takes the bullets out of his pocket and loads. Yeah. Like, you're dead at that point, because, like... But then he's like, I'm going to go get that little Peeping Tom. Like, uh, Peeping Tom should be afraid of me. Like, I'm, I always kill people with these Peeping Toms. It's like, mate, I thought you thought it was a bear. And now it's Peeping Toms. Sometimes bears like to watch. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, it could be a bear. Where are you going with this? Oh, I was going for, like, a, 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 a tubby, hairy gay guy. <laughs> Why would he be watching that monstrosity? <laughs> yeah, good point. When he sees um, him getting his guns this... out, he's like, that's the load I didn't want to see. <laughs> but this dude, like, is such fucking bad acting. He's like, when well, he where's off... my gun? I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, oh, and then I'm, oh, why would I get my gun? When he walks off, she slams the door, <laughs> and it doesn't shut, and it opens, and it cuts to the next shot. Yeah. And then, then and then the door shut when it's back there. It's just like, why did you use that take? I think maybe the lock didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so she intentionally did it the wrong way around. And then Dick wanders into the dark and blows his load as he screams. Yeah. And then Dick gets his head oh. smushed up against the fucking wall. I, did, so I just forgot how this scene ends. First of all, he shows up looking like a zombie, right? Like he's all mashed yeah. in. Like blood everywhere. Yeah, like ha- blooded hand up. James, on James, this face. is a little bit crazy. Face <laughs> smushed in and then smashed into the glass. And then I guess the bear that we're dealing with has Hulk strength. Yeah. Because the bear then throws the caravan down a hill. Yeah. And then the caravan lands and bursts into a fucking inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it catch did, on did fire? Did I miss something? No. Why does it catch on fire? Maybe they had all, all like all the candles in the boudoir. Oh, maybe <laughs> it was just full of <laughs> it was just full of like flammable aerosol. And as soon as the ca- like the candles were knocked over, but the but whole his, thing went his up. Face when it got smushed into the glass was great. That was one of the good bits because yeah. it was like he spewed it out of him. Honestly, the gore in this film has affected the rating for me. It would have got a lot lower if it didn't have some fun violence in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And some strange traps. Some absolutely bizarre film logic as well. Worse than climbing into a fridge. 
like running yes. back to the woods to to fucking go get your mate like running back that must be miles there's also some, and, and he's not a tracker he got yeah. lost in the woods and got <laughs> lost to find his way out yeah but then he became the mountain and the mountain became him i do like that bit when they stop to go to sleep and like next to a fucking massive campfire in the open hoping that that and somehow survive but then wake up and they're like oh shit there's a fucking road there <laughs> oh yeah because they're like oh it's a telegraph pole i guess yeah it's part of that. yeah <laughs> because you were only fucking 100 meters deep into the woods also this fucking what's the name of the guy that's not peter he craig. needs to craig needs a fucking craig therapist no, craig. Craig. craig needs a fucking therapist he is Oh, dangerous yeah yeah well people don't listen to him and when things go wrong it's their fault yeah <laughs> you bear that in mind Lee. next time we go exploring his pranks are oh, borderline ted bundy-esque they go a little bit far yeah a little <laughs> bit <laughs> so now the the sheriff is on a flight um but he decides that they're not there and that the um, ornithologist is probably in Palm Springs and the pilot has never been to Palm Springs and this scene is as pointless as that dialogue so we can just move along it wasn't pointless James it was to make this film feature length they needed to uh, put scenes in <laughs> thank god they've reused that shot but before it stabilised for the very last cut <laughs> um, so then we cut to walking through woods oh, okay so this is where i i just fast forwarded through this and i went back to actually see if there was anything of relevance but there wasn't so someone is walking through the woods and collects dirty water and then walks through the woods and then gives dirty water to a kid in a sling and then walks away from the kid in the sling and starts painting and then that is where she's paint i thought it was a dude at first as well yeah um, we don't know that's where they're painting and gets split open and a bucket of paint pours out of her. Like so much. She gets stabbed loads of times. Like, do you know what would have been a cool effect that they didn't use? Because she like falls onto the painting being like, oh, oh, oh. It would have been cool if through the painting, like the edge of the knife was coming out. Ah, uh, see, like... I was thinking if she slides off and it's like a Picasso. Like it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, she bled so much, and yeah. then and then the guy walks up to the kid, and then and the or well the guy, we saw a bare hand stab a painter, yeah, and then a child disappeared, yeah. So we can only assume the bear ate the child. The bear ate the child after stabbing a painter. It makes a lot of sense. The amount of people that get killed. Oh, to be fair, to be fair, he brings them back to his house. I think. Yeah. There's also when they find Craig, he's covered like, in a plastic fuck, sheet, and this artist and, took an easel out to the woods and a child, yeah, and like a a small campsite. You can't be more than a hundred meters walk away, yeah, from from a main car park. No, exactly, yeah, and that is so risky. That like, <laughs> so risky to leave your kid unattended, like a few feet behind you while you're painting. Like that a is fucking. Feet. I'm gonna I'm gonna call that thirty meters, thirty to fifty meters away. She doesn't want to hear the kid while she's painting. Like that is so dangerous. Like a fucking cougar, fucking bear, fucking madman with a fucking Wait, the police bear trap. Are coming in on you just because they've heard you saying that. Also, yeah. the police when they go past in that airplane, they're like, "There's no one out there." 
And there's like there's there is, trust me, there's loads of people out there. <laughs> look. Yeah, just look down there. You'll see them moving around in the in the river. Oh my god. Is this um, where Peter gets all this is, Well, I guess now we have some foreshadowing because Peter oh, what gets is this bit? shitless. What and turns oh he does up have a nightmare. Hiker. He does have a nightmare. Oh, okay. There's a lot of jump scares in this, but why does he overreact so poorly to seeing someone else walking in the woods? Well, he thinks it's a bear or a murderer or something because he's not used because he's he's a little bitch. He's got to be like he's a man. He's got to be like mentally handicapped or something. Because the guy in the wheelchair who cannot speak, he he, there's a good chance that he's just uh, that he's a mute, but. I don't understand. Could they not have him say words? Because then he would sound just like fucking Dale. <laughs> oh wait, it's isn't either Dale or the Mountain Man? Probably one of uh, one of the actors. I don't know which one. Maybe Craig couldn't come back to record his lines, so the director did his lines, and the director is also the voice of the Madman. Did the Madman have a voice? Wait, well, he's like rah, rah, oh, okay, like, yeah. fucking yeah. He doesn't speak like, like Rasputin. Yeah. So they call they keep calling Peter a little bitch because he basically screamed and it was a hiker walking along and he was like, "Hey Bigfoot, here's Littlefoot. Hey Peter, I hope you remembered to change from your brown pants. Um, hey poopy poop 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 poop." And they all ad lib. Question: Do we ever see this hiker again? I can only hope it's the hiker that Peter then stabs. <laughs> uh- because if we don't, if we don't, that's two characters that we've seen in the woods that we don't see again and are not killed by the killer, implying that there are so many people in these woods. Yeah, man. So when lockdown ended and you went to go for a nice stroll and realised that everyone was out. Yeah. <laughs> if I just went outside Brixton right now, well, actually, maybe not in Brixton, but like if I went out somewhere else where there's a lot of people and just started stabbing, somebody <laughs> would notice. Yeah, anywhere else, someone would notice. And also, the sound will carry. A lot of these people are screaming. I don't. There's a bit coming with Peter very soon where he's where they're so close and no one hears the noise and he doesn't see stuff until a bizarre amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But even before that, so right now, Peter, because they they call they they call him names. Um, and he's a man child. Peter goes off and sulks, and he's like, "I'm going to build my own camp." Yeah. So he walks off. That's the first time they broke the "don't go out alone" yeah. rule. And Craig's like, "He'll come back before it's dark," and then he doesn't. So then Craig says, "He'll come back in the morning." <laughs> but <laughs> Peter's like on his own, being like, "I've got a big gun with a really hairy trigger." <laughs> what was he? If he was that afraid by one guy, then why would he go off on his own? And why would he make enough noise to lure people to him? And he's also clearly not a coward because he like tries to fucking fight the guy. So, like, what is going on? Bro, he, he finds his heart. It's, it's like the Lion King. No, um, it's like the Lion King. Was, was Craig his Mufasa? It's like Wizard Oz. <laughs> Wizard Oz. It's like Wizard Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So there's a camper murdered. So, all right, so Peter went to set up his own camp, right? Oh, and then there was a couple, a couple of the, and there was a black dude, I can't remember about the girl, but there was a couple in a, in a tent or in like 
what could be a mattress. It just comes um, to them out of fucking nowhere. That's yeah. what I've written. It just comes yeah. to them out of nowhere, and I don't know who they are or what they are or why they're there. It comes to them, and she says, oh, why are you getting up? Don't leave. And he's not. And she gets stabbed and is bloody as hell. And then he starts screaming, and then this mattress sleeping bag that, again, is not in a tent and looks like a big suitcase is being hoisted up into the tree. And then it looks like he's trying to escape, but he's not because he's in a tree and he's just getting stabbed. Yeah. I had to rewind this bit because I thought I'd missed something because it because it's we like with the Dick and uh, Cherry scene where it at least introduced to them for a few minutes before the killing starts. Whereas in this one, as soon as we're introduced to them, they're getting massacred. You know what? I can't tell if they had to leave dialogue in because they need to make the film long enough, or if they had to cut scenes out to bring the length down. <laughs> because maybe they shot like a four-hour epic, awful film. Like, I say the word epic in quotes just because it'd be four hours. Like, maybe they shot loads, and maybe there there was a whole plot. Maybe this was several films, and they just borrowed bits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it comes out of nowhere, and then it disappears like that it's just like little fucking vignettes yeah so then yeah that's when peter is now describing his gun this is now it's the daytime yeah and and peter's sulking around again this is the good bit but then it's instantly ruined peter is sat (laughs) under a rock and he is watching people in the river is that his friends that he's watching? No, they're just random people he's watching oh, in the fuck, river. I thought his friends. There's another group of random people. No, even more random people. He's watching them. And then a fisherman comes past. And this is the good bit. He looks over at Peter and he's staring at him for a while. And Peter waves at him. But it's a, it's a shot that shows Peter sat under the rock, the rock that's above him. And the fucking killer is standing on the rock. Yeah. Then it goes downhill. The fucking fisherman gets taken out by a bear trap in the tree. That swings down. That swings down, hits him in the face. Clamps and then hoists him up. Blood sprays up. He gets hoisted up, right? But how does he get hoisted? Because the madman is up on the hill. I'm assuming the madman was in control of the fucking thing. But then the madman fucking instant transmit teleports next to him with his knife, his knife on a stick. And now we've seen the madman. And the madman starts stabbing him. And then Peter reacts. And he's like, oh, a tree bear trap is fine, but a man stabbing <laughs> Exactly. Bear trap he's man? like, hey, you, you get your damn hands off of him. And he's he... screaming, and the people frolicking in the lake can't hear it. Don't hear him. How that little fucking fjord that they're in, how loud is that river trickling? It was <laughs> like... pretty splashy, and they were having a splash fight. How, do you, how did he not react until he started getting stabbed? Did it like he was staring at him? He waved yeah. at him, thinking he was looking at him. Like it yeah. was such a good moment. The it kill did, was... It was such a good moment, but it also reminded me of what's his name from Best Friends, like the follow-up to the room. Oh, um, Tommy Wiseau. No, Mark. Greg. 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 Uh, yeah, it reminded R- me of Greg and like a Greg reaction when he was there, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I get that you're trying, buddy." The kill was still good, though. I'll give it that. The bear trap to the face, the blood spraying out, getting mm-hmm. yanked up. That was fucking cool. But the yeah. logic of what I just saw... Only yeah. goes on to, uh, to to perpetuate throughout this film. So weird. Okay, so then Craig... Oh, so then Craig 
says that he's gonna that so, okay so at this point craig has left the brunette or left the yeah left the brunette alone alone to go with the redhead to check some stuff out or other mm-hmm. way around and then i assume he's like they're learning survival tips so i assume he's he's banging the redhead i think he i think peter's banging the redhead ingrid yeah. i think jody's the one that the other guy's banging okay ingrid is on her own at the camp yeah okay so this, she so keeps this, worrying about so peter has gone off with with jody, jody and then decides to leave her to go check on ingrid and then walks to find Ingrid, but teaches her a lesson. No, no, no. They're doing something together, him and Jody. Mm-hmm. He hurts his fingers. Jody goes, Can I have a look at your fingers? And then smashes his fingers. <laughs> oh, oh, I missed that. And then he goes back to Ingrid and she's saying, Oh, we have to, I have to go find Peter. And he goes, You wait here. I'll go find Peter. I need to pay back Jody, who's now asleep. Oh, I miss. Okay, I miss. Who's that now asleep? Within seconds, <laughs> she's now asleep, and then to get her back for smashing his fingers, which was crazy anyway. He <laughs> fucking ties her up in a fucking sleeping bag and hangs her in a tree, and then yeah. goes to get a fucking stick to poke her with. Yeah, and like makes noises like there's a monster around. Yeah, um, but she rips a hole through and she sees the fucking madman coming. Yeah, and and she's like. There's a there's a man there's a there's a monster there's a monster mountain man yeah so he gets oh god oh, but sorry there... <laughs> I just remind you a few seconds ago she was fully awake and then within minute within a second she was asleep and he had to go wake her up just to remind you a few seconds ago we had a sleeping bag tree murder yep this is also what the fourth film that we've watched with sleeping bag murders now well nobody gets murdered in the sleeping bag well yeah that couple do in that little oh, vignette yeah. that had nothing oh, to do yeah, with this film right. um, yeah you're right yeah and then she gets strung up but but yeah so then then craig gets chased by this guy i can't remember how does how does how does he catch Craig? craig? i feel like he gets fucking stabbed up uh let me let me consult the notes of which there aren't many, crushes fingers as a joke question mark, ties her up oh, in, in a tree a as a joke bitch. question mark. Is he's he... calling her a bag bitch. He keeps calling her a bag bitch. And then Wait, and hang then on. The what have you been hang on, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on, sorry, sorry, sorry. What have you been calling him? Craig. Yeah, his name is Greg. And Greg is poked to death now. <laughs> I don't know, I'm pretty sure he's Craig. Mate. Hundred percent certain his name is fucking Greg. Hang on, hang on, hang on. IMDb. Uh, if you're right, I'm going to keep calling him Craig. Uh, what's it called? Don't go in to the woods. Two thousand ten. Woods. <laughs> Two thousand sixteen. Uh, here we go. Here we go. What? His name is Craig. <laughs> yeah, his name is Craig. They're quite clear about it. Nah, mate, his name's Greg. <laughs> dear listener, um, at this point... I'll um, cut that. Don't worry about that. I'll cut that out. Dear listener, uh, uh, dear listener at this point, uh, Lee will be referring to Craig as Greg throughout, and I will keep calling him his correct name, Craig. Uh, Greg, he doesn't deserve the respect of being called his name. Greg gets poked to death here, I believe. He just runs up to him and stabs him. I don't think there's any... And then he drags him off while she's still stuck in the bag. Oh no, he's he doesn't just stab him. He stabs him with a splatter gun. 
because he thrusts this knife towards him and then you see red flecks appear in his t-shirt and he stabs him again you see more red flecks but no slashes in his t-shirt yeah. and then he really stabs him and then you see his t-shirt covered in red but i think he may have borrowed a brush from the artist that he killed <laughs> he's slowly building his weapon up it's like he that's why it bear. looks really weird it's a giant yeah. paintbrush <laughs> it's just everything like it's bits of everything he's killed He's running around like fucking epic Mickey, like painting the scenery. <laughs> uh, he just needs to start chopping up some mops. Girls, Leggett, Peter and woman find each other. Bad. How the fucking chances that these people come across each other so easily as well? I Considering it is apparently easy to get lost in the woods. You shouldn't ever go in there alone, but there are several people on their own there. Yeah. And apparently they're the only ones that survive. So many people. So that the when hiker... You... And the rollerblading girl are the only ones that went into the woods alone, except spoilers, Peter and Ingrid or whatever her name is. They also went in alone again on their own and they survived. Ingrid doesn't survive. No, Ingrid does survive. The other one doesn't. You're entirely right. Unless the only one who is on his own is the fucking hiker that Peter stabs. Because there's so many people in there (laughs) that, that Peter laying in wait stabs a random man thinking it's the killer. Because there's so many people walking around in these woods. Yeah. So where do they get to now? So they, so Peter now comes to save the girl. Yeah. And then, so he saves the girl that's in in the um, in the sleeping bag, right? Yeah. Uh, well, she is ripped out of the sleeping bag and dropped yeah. down, and he comes across her. Yeah. And then they both find the cabin, and she says, "I can't believe my eyes. It's over." <laughs> this cabin looks so run down. <laughs> This cabin has so much bad dialogue around it. It's like, oh, it's a lure. And then, then they walk up to the, the cabin and they're like, I, we're going in there to get food and water because if we don't get food and water, then we're going to die. And so I'm going to steal food. And if it's his food, I'm going to take it. Why? I don't know why he thinks that he needs food and water that desperately, considering... <laughs> They would have had food and water moments before at their own camp. Like, why does he yeah. think that they're going to be stuck out there for that long? Considering, James, they are next to a main road and a fucking busy train line. And there's so many people that you could just and walk up to someone and be like, can you... <laughs> and an airport. <laughs> you could just walk up to someone and go, can you just point me the direction out of here? And they'd be like, yeah, just turn around. Can't you see the fucking road? <laughs> well, that's the issue. He's not a fucking tracker. The only thing, he keeps getting lost and keeps finding this cabin. Yeah, <laughs> he's walking um, in a circle. I actually so can't that, remember why they leave Jody behind. They um, don't even attempt to find her, do they? No. Unless, unless she legs it when she sees Singy getting killed. I can't remember. Probably. Let's say let's say that for the sake of this movie. I just assume they forgot about her and then wrote her in later. Then now this is when they shush and they're like shh. And then she coughs, like, <laughs> and they go, Shh. it's fucking awful. And then he walks in and he's like, I don't care if you're in here, I'm going to take your food. <laughs> and then he walks into a trap that's whole purpose is to reveal the dead body. There's an elaborate rig where he picks up what is like a plate or something. And then all these pulleys go off, but they don't go in order. And the pulleys are as delayed as the reactions that follow. Um, and then a sheeted up Craig or Greg, thank you, gets hoisted up in front of them. And they're like, 
Oh no! Then they say there's nothing we can do for him now while they're trying to remove the plastic sheeting from him because he's been like fucking like saran wrapped for some reason. Like, <gasps> oh no! There's nothing <gasps> we can. Oh no! <laughs> it's what happens. <laughs> Throughout this scene, when they keep reusing all the same fucking things, and yes, yeah. he's, he's sarang wrapped up. Now I'm um, confused because I've written kills random. Uh, so is then it, is this the bit where he stabs away. the guy? Yes, and they run away shouting, "Oh no!" again, and then you get so uh, this is a little bit strange, right? And this is one of those out sequence things. They're running away. Then a mountain man appears. You see his close up face with like chains on his face. And then there's someone running off in a different direction, but it's not them. Yeah. And then they just have a silent chase scene for about five minutes. Yeah. Where you hear a little bit of like wind, and every now and then a rustle. You got you got to pad the running time out, James. Yeah. Why introduce people you're going to kill when you could have a five minute running scene? Yeah. Um, but anyway, everyone gets confused enough, gets enough distance between each other so that Peter can stab a poor hiking dude in the chest. Oh, and he burps to death. Did you hear? As he dies, he burps. That was his like. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> I'm fairly certain now Peter gets attacked by the madman, wild man, mountain man, and uh, Ingrid is like, he's attacking you. And it's like, really? Thanks yeah. for the fucking tip. <laughs> and then Ingrid loses an eye. Does she? I'm pretty sure. Or she gets hit in the head or something. But I, I thought they were bandaging up her head. They were like bandaging up her eye, it looked like, um, in the next scene. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she got stabbed in the eye, but it looked atrocious. And she was like holding the side of her head. Because their clothes are like pretty ripped up really quickly. Like Peter's oh, walking yeah. around shirtless for half the film. They look pretty mad maxi. Yeah. And very quick. Oh, okay. So then Jody finds the camp on her own, wanders inside and finds a box which she's creeped out by or surprised mm-hmm. by. And I was hoping it was a, like some kind of rat that she was going to eat because it was rustling. And then she backs up and sees the madman who raises a machete over his head and cuts cuts down some cloth because mm-hmm. he didn't like where it was placed. Uh, this bit was confusing. I feel like she had a weapon... That she yeah, then she, she then threw oh down. Oh god! Just before this, she goes through the trash and picks up a plate that's filthy and starts licking it for food. Oh, how would it, how did they get so hungry? They must have eaten breakfast that day. The thing is, if, if you never fasted, if you miss a meal, you're gonna get angry. They <laughs> go from like zero to a hundred so quickly. They're like starving within minutes. Like they're like Lord of the Flies type. It's like who are we gonna kill first to eat? <laughs> and then yeah, so then she gets chased through this what becomes a hall of like sheeting and tries to escape, but she drops her yeah, she has this wood slab that has this wooden spike on it. It's a weird mm-hmm. thing to find in nature, but fine. She chooses to leave it behind so she can back into cloth slowly. Um, and try to climb cloth out, out a window i think how is it oh yeah it's a natural cabin i forget from the inside it looks like a tent yeah and the madman just kind of walks up lazily behind her and and like makes her into spaghetti yeah just slices and dices her but he doesn't because all he does is he draws up his machete looking paintbrush 
and douses her in paint, sometimes occasionally catching some clothes and ripping it. There yeah. are no wounds. Considering she's like, or her chest is like ripped, or her clothes are ripped open, there are no tits. Tasteful. There are no slashes. No. No gashes in, no gashes in this film, James. It's a tasteful film. Could have bumped it up to an 18, but no. Actually, it still would have been a 15. I think this is another one which has someone completely random on the cover as well. Like the woman with sunglasses on the cover with long hair, I don't think appears in the film. Maybe she's the rollerblader. She didn't have sunglasses and didn't have blonde hair. I only saw the roller skates. I'm such a chauvinist pig. I think by this point, Mark and not Mark, whatever the fuck his name is, Peter and uh, Ingrid of uh, in the hospital, right? Yeah. Oh, at this point, yeah, that's when they wake up and they walk off. And I wrote 53 minutes. The film is over. You can end the film there. He's very upset that you left Jody behind. Uh, well, yeah, but Jody's dead. Oh, he doesn't he, know that. He doesn't know that. But he doesn't know that. As good as dead. He gets a fucking bollocking from the, the nurse lady or doctor who's just like, it's not your responsibility. And it's like, well, it kind of was. Like, he just yeah. fucking left her there. He didn't even attempt to go find her. He just was like, fuck this, I'm out. I feel like... Either the cop should have taken his clothes into evidence or they should have given him a fresh T-shirt or like some scrubs. I know, right? It looks like he didn't even get any treatment. They were like, you just need to lie down. Yeah, they got nothing. (laughs) The delivery here... By the way, I thought the cops were sat outside. They were not because it's just like the wallpaper in the cafeteria because then it cuts to when the doctor chooses to sit down and deliver some lines to them. She's then got a window behind her. So, yeah, it's like it's, it's the most stilted acting in this scene. And the, I, whenever the doctor, whenever the services meet, so whenever the doctor meets the fucking sheriff and the deputy, it's atrocious. The acting is so bad. They need a murder to carry it. The deputy guy is fucking useless. Um, there's a bit when they go to talk to someone and he's just playing an arcade machine instead of actually talking to them. And it's just like, what is this? Yeah. Although the doctor does something a bit a bit later that's so fucking stupid what, and makes no patient. sense right well, she her went, patient brings back. her patient to the fucking woods to the side trauma she's like and then she's clearly her. been through a lot she, she she i think she's losing it yeah oh and then she says um also peter is under a lot of stress he may act he may be acting irrational soon and then we see it just fucking like Lassie belting it into the woods. <laughs> like T-1000 running back to the fucking woods to go back to that fucking place. <sighs> so he runs in to find Jody, who I've written down as Josie. So now I assume that you don't know any characters' names. So I'm going to Mate, I've Josie. still got it open. I've still got it open. No, no, this can't be real. Josie. This, James, this can't be real. What do you think her name is? Josie. Right, and I think it's Jody. Yeah. Are you ready? Is it Jeffrey? Mate, Joanne. Joanne is the name of the character. Colloquially called Jody. <laughs> what the fuck? I, did we watch different versions? I mean, we did once watch a film called... Sorry, a film that wasn't called Full Break. <laughs> Peter and... At least we got Peter and Ingrid, right? Yeah. How the fuck was I hearing Jody and you were hearing Josie and her name is Joanne? Yeah, when it's straight up Josie. Also worth note, I wrote this one down because this is as much of the credits I saw. And I don't know if you saw this too. But when the credits rolled, Joanne was the only person for some reason 
that looks like their name was replaced. She had a box around the actress's name with the actress's name huh. in it. And I don't know if she was like, take my fucking name off that. <laughs> and they had to put another name over because it had Maybe an actual... Maybe she changed her name by Deepol. <laughs> it had an actual box around it when it went up. Fuck me. Her name's Joanne. Fine. Can we call her Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I mean, she's dead now, so who cares? So apparently at this point, she gets a plate lucky and then gets killed. Fine. Who cares? And now Peter becomes one with the woods. He's like running around and he knows exactly what he's doing. Does he make a weapon? Not quite yet, but he might have a bit of, bit of wood. But cut to the opposite. There's a man in a wheelchair getting to the top of a hill and then forgetting he has brakes, wiping the sweat from his brow and rolling back. Why is this, this guy This side there? story, I'm just... I mean, it has a great payoff, but... It really does. It really does. <laughs> but, I mean, it's some comic relief. I feel like this film is... I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. But this guy, made, like this character, made me think it must be. Yeah, right? Because, yeah, his whole arc as a character, like, it has to be comedy. Yeah. It has cause... to be a comedy. Because next we cut to... Um, but it doesn't say like, comedy anywhere. Ooh. It says horror thriller on everything. <laughs> Were you not thrilled by the wheelchair guy? Because he thrilled me in lots of ways. Um, <sighs> so we now cut to the sheriff and deputy and all of the local like savages with guns. What they've done is, is they've got together everyone who wasn't already in the woods. They rabble-roused. Yeah. They've got the remainder of the town who weren't in the woods to show up. And they all have hollow points. Brilliant. And they, want, they want to blast themselves a guy. They took, he's like, now, this guy, we're likely dealing with a mass murderer. And you may get one shot, don't miss it. We're going to get the copter in. And the sheriff turns up. He's like, yeah, no, we spunked the film's budget on that one copter <laughs> shot. Um, and we chose to talk about the fucking palms. <laughs> so we ain't doing it. Let's go film a scene back in the station where we talk about how we can't work with the county anymore. Uh, are we going to Palm Springs? Did you not hear me? We spent the budget. <laughs> So then the chief here is, um, say, Rotund. And he is clearly out of his hiking element. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone, like, gets gets to, <laughs> gets to hiking through the woods. And he stands there and just, like, takes a deep breath and looks at a map for a while. <laughs> okay, this is where the doctor is just like, I've brought Ingrid to help maybe find Peter. Because Peter's no, no, flown no, the no, coat. no, no, not quite yet. Because just before that... We see the wheelchair guy try to climb up a steeper, more um, muddy hill and then falls over out the side of his chair and I think rolls down the hill a bit with his wheelchair. Fucking. Oh, and then the chief finds the cabin. Yeah. And then the deputy finds a body and then Peter finds a cabin and then the wheelchair rolls and then they find six bodies so far. Yeah. And then shit dialogue comes back in with the doctor. Is this when she says she brought in Ingrid? Yes. <laughs> to help find Peter, uh, she's brought in Ingrid, but then uh, fucking who cares, who cares, who cares? Okay, wheelchair guy makes it to the top of the hill. <laughs> he stands out and embraces nature 
He looks about, out to sunset. For about 12 seconds before he gets his head sliced off. <laughs> and it's the first time his wheelchair doesn't roll down a hill. Yeah, and then it cuts back to the, uh, the search party and Ingrid has gone missing. Yeah. And, and, the, and the sheriff's like, well, it's too late to look for her now. Let's set up camp. And then it seems like the only reason Ingrid left was so that she could go sleep somewhere because she then just goes to sleep. Yeah, and also they're like, these guys can't move a step. They're starving. They need to eat. And I'm like, wait, did you bring like a full full rations and like camping gear? Or are you eating the weakest one? And also, she couldn't have got that far by that point, so they could have found her. But then, I swear to God, the next thing, it's the next well, no, day. Because the doctor doesn't know when she lost her. Oh. <laughs> the next day... The doctor uh, isn't part of the fucking search party. Yeah, why the is she there? The doctor's there with Ingrid... Why is she there? How do you lose someone that you're there with this wrapped in a fucking blanket? But then I swear it cuts to the next day. Peter walks over, he starts sharpening his weapon, and it just so happens that the fucking madman was laying on the floor behind him, who now stands up, and then mm. Ingrid runs in, and again, they've found each other again in these giant woods where a search party can't find them. Yeah. And then, yeah. what the... F- they- so, so then, the mountain man... Oh, the mountain man also stashes a box just before this. Then oh, Peter's yeah. stalking along and sharpens his stick. Then the mountain man comes up and pushes Peter down a long, long, long hill yep. as he bounces all the way down. He lands and decides to fashion a fake body by just stuffing a T-shirt full of leaves and, and grass. And it looks nothing like a person because it doesn't have a head legs or arms and is full of grass because as we previously mentioned his t-shirt was ripped to fucking shreds it's basically like a ripped up tank top that he's stuffed with leaves but it works on a madman because he's a man man he's he's a caveman or whatever he is he doesn't know what he's doing so he then tries to stab the mountain man as jody's running in with the machete i was hoping that she was going to kill peter because he's all like grunged up now and like. Well, I thought when all the police and everyone shows up, guns ready, I thought they were going to shoot Peter because yeah. I thought that they were going to be like, he's the madman because they fucking wail on that madman for a while. They stab oh, him up. Yeah. Oh, like... wait. So before that, because they get some distance between him and the madman, and Peter, like, whips this the way he throws this stick is like if you were gonna lob a stick for a dog yeah so yeah. it goes like end over end and he whips this round sideways and it sticks at his leg like i guess in his spear. arm doesn't it doesn't he fall down like oh no, no. wait uh oh, no, no so he gets him twice the first time he whips him and it sticks in the leg and uh, the, like the shin and he falls over and then he stands up and he spears him in the shoulder and he <laughs> dies because that's a death spot. It's like Halo hitting someone in the legs. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and, and then they, they go to town on him. They See, just... He disappears for a second, doesn't he? But that Yeah, I think he to gets to jump on them, but they're like, fuck this guy. And they're just like, mm. they turn him into fucking giblets. They're yeah. just like mashing him. And the whole town are just standing there watching. But he's not dead. The whole time he's screaming in pain with his hands up. Yeah. Because they never go for the face or the heart. (laughs) They make it count. Mm -hmm. And then the whole town shows up. 
right? And they just watch it happen. And then they're like, they're like, yep, yeah, they put the guns away. They're like, you got him. And then, James, <laughs> then we get the sheriff and the deputy talking about them being like, oh, they make a great couple. And they, just let, and they just let them go. And Peter and Ingrid just walk off back into the woods. And it's like, shouldn't somebody be taking them to a hospital? But there are two really strange lines. I, I, I look like I started writing it, then didn't care. And it's like some sometimes it just works out or something. And then, yeah, and the other guy's like, yeah, what a cute couple. They're covered in blood and of he's a just man. waving at them. And they, they're like got this wide shot on both the cops. And they're just, he's just. They just let them go into the woods. They yeah, need they, to be in hospital. They've become wild people now. But also, but at that point, I was like, before you went on this day camping trip, you didn't like the woods. And you probably have a family or work or something that you need to get a meal. You need to tell Joanne, Jody, whatever her fucking name is, parents, that she's dead. Yeah. You can't just live in the woods now. I was not fucking naked and afraid. But speaking of naked and afraid, James, it sets up for a sequel. That will probably be about 20 minutes until a fucking cougar comes in and kills it. (laughs) Or it starves to death. (laughs) Or it axes itself in the head. (laughs) Um, It cuts to the box that's now fallen over. And the missing toddler is sat there with a mini like hatchet. Just axe in the ground between its legs. I feel like that was about three meters away from the murder. Yeah. How did nobody fucking spot that? How did none of those people? There was like thirty people there. How did no one spot that there was a fucking toddler sat there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the setup for the sequel because the toddler was axing the floor. He's got a fucking. He's got a fucking bone to pick with the world. Um, and then he turns it around and just straight yeah. in the forehead. He's not going to last long. He doesn't know how to eat. He doesn't know how to fend for himself. Lee, I'm going to put it out there. Go for it. If this um, movie ended with that kid either axing itself a question in the face mm-hmm. or being eaten by a bear mm-hmm. or being adopted by a bear, I would have given it an extra one or two stars. Are you going to say if it was the uh, Jungle Book prequel? No, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I would have given it an extra no, you're right. two stars. If this Just film if, ended if, with that, it would have been a fucking five star film. If this film ended with a toddler film. murdering itself or being eaten by a bear or, like, bouncing down a fucking hill or falling into a waterfall, I would have, I would have given it so many more stars. Yeah. <laughs> falling <laughs> into a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> How many stars did but you But it's not it? actually the last shot, because what? then it cuts to, for the briefest couple of seconds, an off shot from the helicopter view going over the hills, and it's just really shaky for two seconds, and then cuts to the end. This should have, there should have been a question mark. Masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are they trying to say that a toddler can fly? Um, Maybe it's like a Thor's axe? <laughs> I can say this wasn't as much of a slog for me because, like I said, I watched it at double speed. Maybe that's why I didn't get the names properly. <laughs> that would make sense. Great. I'm going to go back. I'm going to fucking prove it to you. Good luck. James. Two stars, you... Lee. Two Same. stars. Same. <laughs> it was going to get one stars, but I did appreciate that it was filmed during the day and it was quite violent. I didn't uh, appreciate that it was filmed during the day. 
I did appreciate that it was quite violent. If this didn't have that amount of murders, and if they were a couple of liters of red paint short, I don't think it. I think it could have got a one star. But it kept you. The murders kept you going, kind of. It's not the best film, obviously, by like ever. But like Blood Farmers, nothing happens in Blood Farmers. No. It's like it's like the movie Chud. The film about monsters that live under the ground who show up in the opening. Somebody is killed near a manhole cover and you don't see the chuds. And the movie's 86 minutes long and you don't see the chuds until 80 minutes into the fucking movie. And the oh whole film is about people talking that there might be a chud. And they're like, oh, there might be a chud. At least this film, within fucking seconds, someone got their arm cut off. Yeah. It wasn't as good as Madman. Madman no. is kept it had the kills all the way through and didn't fuck about and it and it stayed it stayed to reality yeah it stayed within kind of at least film reality yeah this film this film fucked about yeah a lot but at least it yeah it It had atrocious dialogue and some absolutely bizarre logic and just Awful editing. I think if you cut this and redid the sound, I think if you cut this and redid the sound, like you could probably bring out to a four star. I think it's potentially salvageable. Yeah. I yeah. honestly Make think. Make it a 40 minute movie. I need to stop saying that this is a good idea on paper, like, because I've said it a lot about every film we've watched, basically. But this could have been good. Yeah. And it was. It's not even that far to make it good. All it needs, and no offense to the people who made it. Actually, yes, offense to the people. It's a better crew. It's it's effort. Better writer. Better. (laughs) Yeah, just effort. Yeah, effort and maybe a bit of talent. It didn't even actually need that much talent. No, it needed. um, It needed a special effects operator, and not an artist. It was cool that they were like, "Let's get the crew and have and and have them be killed off, so that we have extra kills to chuck in the film." But it just fucked with logic and time. Is that and... who it was? Is that who they? Yeah, killed? it was just rando people that worked on the crew that they uh, that they chucked in for some extra kills, which is why there's no logic and why these desolate woods are so overpopulated with fucking people. It's almost like that. I don't think a film exists where. There's always a killer on the loose, a camp where there's X amount of people, um, or there's a, you know like there's, there's people alone in the woods and there's a killer hunting them. There's never a killer is out on the loose during the height of fucking hiking season while there's so many people around. This film is that, but it doesn't make any fucking sense and it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes, four stars. <laughs> four stars is, I think, acceptable. A four out of ten. Let's be clear, 4 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, 4 out of 10. I honestly don't think it's unwatchable. It's just absolutely bizarre. And it's one of those ones where I know you I know you love The Room, but like this isn't even so bad it's good. It's just fucking no. absolutely there, there bizarre. There are moments when I was like, I could watch that with a room crowd. But then yeah. it would... Yeah. Anyway, next, because oh. I get to try and redeem, Ooh. I thought I might go... A little bit Italian for La Ultra Inferno, The Other Hell. Oh. 1981 by uh, Bruno Mette. I don't even know if I know what the fuck this is, James. Nuns become possessed by the devil and lust after the abbot. James. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say it now. 
I don't think you've brought it back. <laughs> okay. The other hell. The other hell. That is going to be a, a literal other hell that we're going to have to go through, James. Next time on Suit is Filth. Beautiful. You can hide. It will find you. After that, you won't see the forest for the screams. Don't go in the woods. It's not just a warning. It's the only way to stay alive. <laughs>